Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the last episode of season two of The Rework. We're about to head into summer break, but we'll be back in the fall. And today's guest is Miss Caitlin Beagley, Allison Tyler-Jones Photography's client coordinator extraordinaire. And we're going to talk about just a wide ranging variety of the ways that we surprise and delight our clients and make them feel special. You're going to find so many good ideas along with some fun links that you can click on that will take you to some of our treasures and gifts that we're giving to clients' kids after sessions. Let's do it. Well, for our last episode of the rework of season two, 
I have brought in none other than Caitlin Beakley, the ATJ Photos Client Coordinator extraordinaire. Hi, Caitlin. (laughs) Hello. Thanks for having me on again. So glad that you're here. So tell me how long you started in 2021, right? With the studio? Mm -hmm. Right before the busy season. Right before the busy season. Okay. So you've been through two busy seasons with us. And so before you become like a totally trained long-term employee, while you're still newish, I wanted to have this interview because I wanted to talk with you about what it's been like coming into Allison Tyler Jones photography and becoming the client coordinator and being trained into that and what that has felt like. Because to give history, you were previously a client. Yes. Daughter. Still are. And still are. Yes. Perfect. And so you came in from the client side. You've been photographed with your family. You've been photographed Mm -hmm. as a senior, high school senior. So then you came into the business and were thrown to the wolves as we are wanting Mm -hmm. to do. Um, So talk to me about, I just would like to hear from your perspective as an employee, when you came in, what were your expectations? What did you think was going to happen? And then what was different about that? Yeah. So when I was brought on, I had known kind of how the process had went because I had come home from school and one day, poof, there's wall art on hanging above my bed. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I kind of had an idea, a general idea of how the process went, but It wasn't until I was working here that I realized there's so much more that goes into the process. And so there's, I had only ever come for the shoot and that was it. But now I learned there's a whole consultation where there's a lot of things discussed and then the shoot and then the view in order. And then there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that no one has a clue. Even clients still don't have an idea of what goes on because we're doing so much in the background. So there's a lot of things like that, different ways to surprise and delight our clients that I'm always trying to work on. But yeah, there's a lot of different little different things like that. A lot of, a lot of time between that picture magically appearing on the wall above your bed. Yes. Yes. I think I was the one that stood on the bed to hang that picture actually. Now that I remember because Lauren, my installer was going to break your bed. So, okay. (laughs) So let's talk about just the training as you came in and you were, we said, okay, Caitlin, you're going to now be in charge of clients. We trained you in, and we have a previous podcast episode of this about that first phone call. Was there any part of that that was kind of scary for you that you felt kind of nervous saying to clients? Yeah, it was one thing that I've never done was reaching out to clients who come in. And so it's like, hey, like reminder, get back in. I had previously worked for a dentist. And so it was easy for me to be like, hey, you're due for your cleaning. Like everyone knows with your insurance, you get two free cleanings. And so it was like, they would get in, usually didn't care and knew that they needed to do it. It was different because for family portraits, a lot of people were like, oh yeah, like I need to do it. It's different. And so now it's like, hey, you need to get in. Like your kids, your grandkids are getting older. Like you got to get in and capture this. Otherwise you're losing time. Like you, won't, you won't have these captured on your walls. And so that's been interesting for me. It's like calling them like, hey, um, Jack is getting bigger. We got to get him in. We got to, he's lost his front tooth. Oh my gosh, we have got to get this kid in before this before he loses the rest of them, you know what I mean? And so that's been interesting is calling them and telling them, hey, like we are the experts. And so we know, we think we know what, when we know what is best. And so if they're missing time, that needs to be, or different moments need to be captured. We got to get that in, get that taken care of. So that was definitely throwing you in the deep end to have you, instead of just, because we didn't say, okay, answer the phone, 
and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It was also like, okay, now it's time to call and remind our existing clients. Of, yes. you know, like, let's get you booked for the fall. So when you did that, did you feel like there was anything that was hard for you to overcome or like talking to them? Yeah, there's oh, things to overcome. I don't really think there was anything super tricky. I think the hardest part is most of the clients are like, oh, what's good? What's open on the weekend? And it's like, oh, hold on. The weekends are a little bit different. They work different than our weekday sessions because the session fees are different. So that was a little different. And I think they don't realize like weekends, there's so much to do on the weekends. Like we all know we have errands, a million errands to run on the weekends. So adding one more thing in is hard. And so during the weekday, it's nice because they get home, they do it and it's done. And right. so I don't think they realize how valuable their weekends are to them. Right. And I think the first thing people know, most clients, the first thing they're going to ask is, oh, we need to do it on a weekend. And then one of the things that we'll say that I think that I've heard you say is most of our clients have found that the weekends, you know, it's so busy with sports and family commitments and things like that. And so the weekends can get really crazy. So we recommend either a day out of school on the weekday where you can pull them out of school, or if there's a day where they get out early or a day that they're off school, let's see what's available because we're calling them so far in advance, months in advance, so that they can look at their kids' schedule and see when they can come in, they can, you know, come in earlier or whatever. Yeah. And one thing that I've gone ahead and done, and I'm working on it actually right now, is I'm pulling up the school calendars for this next year for most of the schools where our clients' kids are going. And I'm pulling those up and putting them onto our Google Calendar. So then that way, when I'm scheduling, I can toggle that calendar on and see, oh, this kid goes to ABC Preschool. ABC Preschool has half days on Wednesdays. Then that way I'm like, oh, doesn't Jack have a half day on Wednesdays? Could Would, right. would that work? You know, then it's, then the mom's not, okay, let me pull up the school's calendar. Oh, hold on. I've got it for you. Let me just pull it up real quick. Right. No, it's I've got it so dialed. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome because if they're on the phone, usually they're in their car or whatever. Look at the calendar on their phone and talk to you and hanging up on you. Or that's such a nice way to provide next level service. I love that. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've really noticed as you've come in, we had definitely a standard of how we want our clients to be treated, but you've taken that, you know, and just gone to the next level. So what are some of those things that you've done to spoil and like you say, surprise and delight our clients? What are some of the things that you that you've done over this last little couple of years that you've been working with us? Yeah, our most recent thing is we've been working on sending little texts out to our clients. We've been starting this year, but letting kind of letting them know, hey, your portraits just went over to the framer. They look good. They're super cute. Can't wait for you to see them. Then let's talk install date type of thing. And so then that way they kind of have a little more of a timeline, like where things are going. And so that's kind of been nice. Um, So updating the client through the production process. Yes. Historically, they would have the view in order. They would place their order. And then we'd say, you know, however many weeks it was going to be. And then we'd call them to schedule their install. So now you're texting, not emailing, texting them Mm -hmm. and saying, maybe with a picture, maybe not, but yeah. Hey, everything just went to the framer. We're so excited. It's looking so good. Or it just came back from the framer, you know, just kind of giving them a little in between things so that you can keep the excitement going. Yes. So that's going and that's been fun. Something we're working on putting into the works is we are writing thank you notes after the view and order appointment. So um, as soon as they have placed their order, I've got a little note 
then I will slip in the mail that the next day after the order has been confirmed and the card's been ran and it's in production. Stacey's working on it. Then I'll put drop a little thank you note in there and let them know, hey, thanks for your order. Like we appreciate it. We really yeah, do. I love that. And we've tried this in the past and failed miserably because it always came down to me. Somebody putting thank you notes on my desk or whatever. And so I just turned that as the client coordinator, turned it over to you. And now it's getting done, which is amazing. It's going to happen. Yes, we're in the works. I love it. Okay. What else? Talk about just some of the things that you do to get the studio ready for clients before they come in for say either a consultation or a shoot. Yeah. So when clients pull up to our studio, we have a VIP parking sign that sits out there and it says, welcome. And I'll either do their first name, last name, or if it's like for a view and order appointment, or if it's like a shoot, then it'll say, like the Beagley family, then that way they know like, hey, park here. And so we've kind of been telling them, hey, like you know, we're on the east side of the building, but now they can see, oh, we're on the east side and we've got our name on the plaque, which is or on the side, which is super fun. And people talk about it all the time. They walk in, thanks for our parking. Like I didn't know parking was hard to find, you know, like, because yeah. it's awesome. They love it. So that's been fun. And then they'll walk in the door and I've got our signature HQ, our headquarters scent is going throughout the studio. I've got cold water and um, still our sparkling sitting right here on this tray. So when they walk in, hey, do you want some water? What can I get still sparkling? They've got two options for that. Or there's always a little Diet Coke in the back. They want, I can go run and grab that. And then, you know, helping them in, making sure how many loads, if they need help from the car, I'm up and I'm helping grab the stuff. We're making sure it's all in the studio, ready to go. It's hanging up. It's on the rack. But yeah, that's kind of what we've got going. Well, and you have great, this really cool handwriting. And so these little chalkboards. So talk about that. Yes. So I have these little chalkboards. um, It's probably like the size of a paper, eight and a half by 11 chalkboard. And it sits on this little easel right when they walk in. And I do some calligraphy on that. And so that sits there when they walk in. So they see their name a couple times walking in. So it just feels very special, like for them, which is really cool. Sometimes you'll put just like only the kids' names on it or... Yes. If it's a shoot, just the kids. Yeah. Yeah. The parents get their names on it other times. So just the kids for the shoot. But the parents love that. They love to see the kids' names and and watch the kids' faces light up and and all of that. Yes. Yes. And the parents are all about... They see that little... People are out there taking pictures with our VIP parking sign. They're taking pictures with the chalkboard sign. Like people think it's awesome. Like it is so customized for them it's not just like welcome to the studio you know it's welcome the jones family and here's allison and ivan you know it's like it is boom right there for them so they love i think that's a really good point is that it we're always trying to make it not about us like we want the experience with us to be amazing but it's really all about them you know, so mm-hmm. it's about getting them excited that they have a special place to park. Their name is up and we're, tr- they're being treated as though they were royalty or a famous yeah. person. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so I think that's, people do feel like they feel great when they leave here, which is awesome because, you know, half of it is they're wearing cute clothes and they're having a fun time with their family, but we're in here like, dang, you look cute. I love that outfit. That looks awesome on you. Oh my gosh. Jack, your hair looks cool. You know, like you tell them all the things. And so we're boosting how they feel. We're building their confidence. And I think that's awesome too. They're also leaving the fat off the door. 
Right. Well, because the mom has worried about it for weeks, gathered all the clothes, probably had to wrestle the kids to get them down there. And then to know that like, okay, the clothes do look great, that everything is going to be great. And we're going to take it from here. Okay. So you and I are both oldest children have done a ton of babysitting. Oh yes. I've raised a bunch of kids. You've helped raise. I babysit every night. Someday. Let's talk a little bit about like the actual shoot itself and okay. how you help because you'll, you'll, as the client coordinator, you also do help assist with shoots. So how, yes. what do you see your job as in helping maintain like the positive energy, but also if things get a little out of control, like if kids are getting naughty and out of control, like what do you, I don't know what you're going to answer to this. I'm a little bit afraid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, sometimes if there's some kids being naughty, we will get in there. We've got music usually going on in the background. And lately, we've been trying to figure out what clients' favorite music, what their kids' favorite music is. So we've been, yesterday, we were having a shoot and the music's going on the back and this one little kid, sweetest to me, but was just not wanting to dance with yeah. the, everyone else is dancing and he's just joining their pouty. So we're all out there. I'm in the back just trying to dance. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like, come on, break up. And he kind of did break up old smidge, not a ton, but sometimes just trying to show him like, yeah, dancing's fun. It's not just for kids. Like sometimes multiple adults, eyes like peering over them cannot be great. And so we're in there with it and okay, he'll loosen up a little bit. Another thing is if someone's being a little naughty, I've always got some smarties in my pocket on pretty much in every shoot, no matter the age of the kid. But then that way I'll be like, Hey, you know, doing great you've earned this you know and so then if they ask for another one I'm like oh but you've got to smile or dance or you know I, I make them work for those smarties so <laughs> that is um something that I have to incentivize we've also got this little dog toy it's a pig and so if it's like a younger kid a baby we've got that and that sometimes can break a little bit of ice sometimes it scares them yeah. it's a lot of noise <laughs> It's a little dog toy pig. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's some of the tips. I've well, the thing that I love too is that one of the things that if you get kids that are misbehaving or don't want to cooperate or whatever, sometimes that triggers like, a, okay, I'm going to show this kid who's boss or I'm going to get frustrated yes. or whatever. And if we just remember that we're only there for a short period of time, we're not going to discipline anybody. We're not going to change anybody's parenting style or whatever, that really the main thing is for them to have a positive experience and have a good time and just keep that energy up. And I look at it, whether you're talking to a 14-year-old or four-year-old, that it's just about like distract. It's almost like a toddler, you know, like with two or three-year-olds, you can't discipline them. You can't reason with them. You just have to, oh, look over here, something shiny. Oh, look over here. So it's constantly Mm -hmm. like a Drake Busey says, you know, engaging their mind, having something for them to think about. Oh, let's talk about this. If something isn't working, if there's a setup or a pose or something you're trying to get them to do that they're not having, then we just have to shift and switch. And what I've noticed with you is like you and Stacy, if it's a bigger family, I might have two assistants. Stacy usually will gravitate toward the more like quiet kid that's maybe a little bit more shy. And then you'll be over, I'm usually with the super naughty and then you'll be over with whoever, like you said, just pulling a candy out of your pocket and like, Hey, come over here and just throwing them back in and keeping the energy Mm -hmm. up. I think it's, that's something that's really helpful. Yeah. And a good dance party. Good song never kills anyone. Dance party at the end never fails. Okay. What else? Other things that when you're dealing with clients, when you're thinking about like, how can we spoil 
Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you are thinking about when you, when you think of that? Like, what are you always trying to, what's the next thing? The next thing for us. Well, cause you've done lots of, okay. When you started, we had yes. one row of candy. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the candy. Yeah. We have, now we have two rows of candy. We have candy. two full shelves. Well, actually it's, it looks it's good. It's four shelves. So there's four shelves yeah, you're right. and they're double stacked. So we probably even, oh have- yeah. More and then our secret hiding our place secret of treasure, treasure box, which is the treasure box. You're the, queen of the Amazon list of yes. find what's cool with young kids now because yes. you have so many cousins that have little kids that you watch, yes. so you know all the cool things. So, what are some of the cool things that you've added to the stash lately? Yeah, lately, the, the coolest thing that you actually found was the squishmallows, those have been in, and clients have been loving those, they're super cute. And another thing we've added lately were some zipper bracelets. Um, Those have been fun to add into the mix. We'll link link those on the show notes. The zipper bracelets. The zipper bracelets. I'll go over babysit and the girls have those stacked on their wrist. (laughs) And so it's fun. So those are fun because they're bright colors. People, the girls, little girls love those. We've got some fun slime in the mix right now. Yes. Stickers. Water bottle stickers. Oh, those are hot. Yes. Water bottle stickers are fun. Yeah. Um, So we have different ones. We have some that are a little bit more expensive, you know, down to where they can get like a lot. Then, you know, also full-size candy bars, Kit Kats, mm-hmm. Snickers. We've even got some Mentos and Zots up there. The yeah. adults love the Zots. They're like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, Zots and Pop Rocks. So they'll re- right. They'll go retro yes. for the parents' favorite candy so they can tell their kids about it. And then the Mentos is so that the kids can later, like, you know, make a bomb with the Diet Coke. Not responsible yes. for that. Yeah, but the, the, the boys know what that is. So they're like, oh, oh. I want the Mentos. Yes. And they, like yesterday, they, they, those kids were all about, oh my gosh, mom, can we go get a Coke on the way home? I was like, okay. <laughs> so we've also got dog treats. You got to eat something for the dogs. So yeah. milk bones are up there. We've got Play-Doh too. So there's, there's a good variety of chocolates to sweets to sours to some toys, little little toys up there. But yeah, there's like a mix. We've got a, we've got a good variety I, it would be hard to expand to a third row if we, if we could do it, if we uh, kind of do it now, you just set the challenge. So we're, oh. absolutely, <laughs> we're absolutely going to do it. Okay. So okay. I love that. I think that's going to give our listeners a lot of good ideas for maybe this summer. They can, as we take our break, they can look into fun things to spoil their clients with, to come back in the fall for the busy season with maybe some new treats and things. Before we leave though, I wanted you to say, maybe talk about a little bit about as you've now been with the studio for a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, you worked in a dentist office before you've worked in other yeah. jobs before, but what do you feel that is like the, that you've learned the most being working for ATJ photo as far as like yeah. clients, like what, again, I have no idea what you're yeah. going to answer. I'm a little nervous. Um, <laughs> well, we're all busy. We are all running a million miles an hour. And so one thing that I've learned is it's okay to reach out to them a couple of times because I know my life has been crazy. I'm running at a million miles an hour. You are too. We've both moving. We're both, I'm in school. We've got jobs, plural. We've got all the things going on. And so it is hard for us to sometimes focus on something. So it's okay to double text. I'm like, 
my friends have to do it to me. I'm sorry. I'm like, I get it. So it's okay to tell your clients, remind them like, Hey, your kids, we do them every year. Are we doing, we're doing it this year. Like, come on. So you can remind them and don't feel bad about it. Yeah. I love that. I think that's such a good point to end on because I think when you, when you're the maybe solopreneur, you're making your own calls, booking your own clients. Sometimes we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm bugging them. I'm going to be, oh, I'm going to be trying to be salesy. I'm whatever. But really your clients, your, especially your existing clients, they've already proven that they love you and they want to work with you. And so they just want to be reminded oh, yeah. hey, it's time again. And they can always say no, but wh- how we are now, every, like you said, everybody is so distracted by everything and their kids are messing around with their phones. They're looking oh, at their yeah. texts, they're removing their notifications. So even if they did get it, they probably didn't read it because their kid swiped their phone or whatever. And so I think that over-communicate, meaning remind, nag, is not a bad, bad thing anymore. It's oh, You no. can't over-communicate. And then over-communicate in spelling it out. So like, for example, you will text them the day before and let them know, okay, I have you down for 11 a.m. tomorrow. Please let me know if this does not match your calendar. Yeah, And then if you're not hearing from them, then that next morning you'll say, okay, I have you down for 11. You know, like you'll, you'll reach out again. See you today. Yeah. Today, see, see you at 11. Let me know if this doesn't match your calendar because they are so swamped and we've saved a lot of problems that way of somebody mm-hmm. saying, oh no, I have it down as 2 PM. And then we're like, shoot, we got to figure something out. We don't have them not showing up at 11 and then showing up at two when we're busy with another client. So I think that's one thing to take into the summer as you go and look at your processes in your business is how can I set up, even if you, like, if you are a solopreneur and you have CRM software that you can do automatic reminders, that's a great thing, you know, set that tool. Yeah. To remind and over-communicate and spoil the heck out of them and make everything fun, fun. Yeah. I was just going to say, make your texts fun. It doesn't need to be like, hi, Allison, we need to get your kids in. Hi, Allison. Hope you have a great summer. How are the kids? Do you have any fun trips planned? Can't wait to hear about it. Let's get you guys in in August when you're tan. What about X or X? You don't have to make it very like strictly business. Like you you talk to them. Like our clients are our friends. Like so we can talk to them. We're not just there for one one reason. You give book recommendations. We've we've we're referring people all the time to each other. And so it's fun. We don't have to just talk about portraits. So yeah, it doesn't have to be make it fun. Corporate. Yeah. I yes. Love it. I love it. Well, you're the best. You've taken us to a new level. We appreciate you so much. And thank you for all of these ideas. And hopefully it's not too hot this summer. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's not hot. <sighs> all right. Okay. Have a good thank summer, you. everybody. We'll see you in the fall. You know, the entire reason I started this podcast is because I am convinced I have the best job in the world. Being a portrait photographer fulfills so many needs. It's just meaningful. I get to be with amazing clients and their darling kids. And it's just so rewarding in so many ways. And I know that there are so many talented, amazing photographers out there that could be making a living, a better living for their family if they just tweaked a few things in their business. So if you know somebody who's struggling or that you know this podcast could help, please share it with them. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, hit that little share link and send it to them because we want everybody to do better. 
And if you have a minute and you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to your podcast, it makes a huge difference in getting us exposure so that more and more photographers can learn how to have better businesses. So share and review if you have a minute. I'd so appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. You can find more great resources from Allison at dotherework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework. 